05 and 06 I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone But when I got back I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this and we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey Bailey Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Katrina Johnson here uh, out of Atlanta. Thank you for joining us today, Katrina. Thank you. Happy to be here. So I like to ask this question to everybody. Championship Leadership is the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you or what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Yeah, it's a great question. And um, I think for me, when I think of championship leaders, those are leaders who are creating a ripple effect, simply said. Those leaders who are not just making a splash, but are impacting others who are impacting others who are impacting others. And so particularly at the top of the house, you know, if if one leader, if the CEO changes one thing about his or her leadership style, that impacts the senior team, that impacts their direct reports when they eventually all break up and go their separate ways, that impacts the teams they build elsewhere or the CEO that person becomes. And so really about ripple effects. Well, I love that. Yeah, that's that's a unique way of uh, describing it and it makes total sense. So. It's always fun to hear the different answers that we get. I love it. Why don't we hop into a little bit more about uh, yourself for those listeners that aren't familiar with you, you know, what kind of the journey and the path that you've been on and where that brings you today and what it is that you're up to today. Sure. Absolutely. Um, So I've always been interested in understanding why people behave the way they do since I was you know, probably a teenager. I also had friends telling me early on, well, you should really be a therapist. Um, (laughs) So I went into psychology um, pretty early on in college, but wanted to do a number of different things, anything from forensics and working for an intelligence agency to medical school. I was sort of all over the map, but I always had that common thread of just understanding why people behave the way they do. Um, so I, my career sort of bifurcated into two parts. The first part, the first 10 years or so was a very typical academic track. So I got my doctorate, I did a postdoctoral fellowship, and then I was a researcher. I put newborn babies in MRI scanners. I, you know, did lots of tests on lots of different people. I worked in an organ transplant center, working with organ transplant patients. Um, I taught, you know, kind of the, the typical kind of ivory tower academic research track. 
And I just hit a point where I love science. I love mm -hmm. science. And a lot of my identity was wrapped up in being a scientist, but being a scientist was not working for the life that I was yeah, <laughs> trying to build. Sure. So, you know, tried to cut that, slice that pie about four different ways and started consulting on the side, um, fell into it a little bit. And um, at one point kind of reached out to a coach that I'd heard about trying to hire him as my coach Okay. <laughs> and, you know, told him some of my ideas around coaching and consulting. And he said, I don't think you need a coach. I just think you need to try some things. And uh, that was probably some of the best advice I had yeah, gotten. Sure. And so that was probably around 2013. And so I just started trying some things. And <laughs> by 2015, I was ready to leave academia and make the jump into the coaching and leadership consultation world. And uh -huh. so... I did that and um, had a couple different stops along the way, just picking up different toolkits and different skill sets and um, have been out on my own and very much enjoying that. I do assessment of mostly C-suite leaders, helping CEOs build the right team, understand who fits and why, what kind of leadership style they're going to have to provide the person to be successful where they might fall down or blow up and how can we prevent that? And then also doing some coaching with founders, executives, but also hedge fund managers, um, asset managers, kind of finance, finance types. So been doing that yeah. for a while now and just loving it. Awesome. I appreciate you sharing that quite the journey for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah it's, it all, it's all within the same sort of realm, but people are like, wait, yeah. You did what? <laughs> when they hear about yeah, right, statistics, right. I, you know, it's yeah. all over the map. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, all of our life experiences uh, prepare us for what we're doing in some way or, you know, form or fashion for sure. So, absolutely. Wanted to take a quick pause from our episode here today with Katrina Johnson and uh, talk about our friends at Magic Mind. They, uh, they've, they've sent me some of their, um, the world's first productivity shot, right? Right here. You can see it in my screen if you're watching this on YouTube, but if you're listening, uh, a product called magic mind, it's world first productivity shot. And I started taking this a couple months ago, uh, as of the recording of this. And I've, I've loved it. I really have, uh, it comes in a, a small little two ounce bottle, and I take this when I travel with me, like, I love this stuff. It gives me more energy. Uh, you know, it helps me to relax. It keeps me focused throughout the day. And uh, if you go to www.magicmind.co forward slash championship, you can go to uh, my page where I have a, a affiliate relationship with them. You can use my code champ to get 40, up to 40% off if you decide you want a uh, subscription to get this every month, or you could get up to 20% if you just want to try it one time and, and check it out and see how it works for yourself. But uh, you do want to take this at least three to four days in a row so that you can really see the full effects. And uh, I was a multiple coffee, coffee cup a day guy. And now I'm a one cup coffee guy because I still do enjoy my coffee. But I love this stuff because it, it helps that I don't have the jitters, I don't have the crashes in the midday. And it allows me to be productive uh, throughout the day. So again, go check out magicmind.co forward slash championship and give Magic Mind a shot for yourself. What, um, 
Well, who are specifically maybe some championship leaders that have really impacted you, you know, coaches, mentors, people close to you in your life and, and really more so always than who it is, is, you know, what specifically really stands out? What are some of the characteristics that you've really kind of maybe taken for yourself and in the leader that you are? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, gosh, probably starting back in high school. Um, you know, I was the captain of our dance team, <laughs> silly yeah. as that sounds now, and um, the director of the, the music and dance program there really exemplified a lot of characteristics that I, that I still think about today mm-hmm. in terms of being tough but fair, in terms of leading with courage, even in the face of a lot of criticism, and um, also in, in believing in people and conveying that to them. I did not see myself as a leader at all, um, yeah. but was trying to contribute. And, you know, he sort of, I feel like created something out of nothing with me and saw mm-hmm. something I certainly didn't see. And I watched him do that with a lot of other people. And I saw how that impacted their trajectories going forward. So probably yeah. starting there. And then I was fortunate um, in academia to have a couple of wonderful mentors who um, taught me to think critically, who taught me to really observe the world around me. Um, and one in particular who I think taught me that it can't all be about the intellectual piece, that there is this relationship piece, this collaborative piece, this, you know, um, that's really important too. And I think in academia, it's easy to fall into like the, the more, you know, as long as you have analytical rigor and she sort of said, hold up, you're not going to succeed if you don't also collaborate and, you know, ask people for help. I kind of wanted to be super self-reliant. And so those were some lessons I took from that journey. And then now learning from clients, I learn from clients all the time. Um, and some of the greatest things I've learned, um, have been from great leaders that I've had the privilege to work with. Yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great part of being a coach or yeah, really any leader. If you, if you have the, um, I don't know if you're open enough to to be willing to learn from those around you. You can learn from your clients and everyone around you uh, at any time, right? If you don't, mm-hmm. if you uh, don't walk around with that facade that you got it all figured out. So, right. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's, what's the vision for you as far as what it is that you're doing and the path that you're on and the impact that you want to make, let's say even in the next five to 10 years, what, yeah, I think championship leaders have great vision and, and not only that, but courage to really take action on it. So just always curious to hear kind of the vision and the impact you're looking to make, you know, near short term. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly appreciate that question. Um, and it's funny, I say to people, sometimes I used to ask about a 10 year vision and now I feel like I ask about a three year vision. Yeah. I mean, right. Time flies so fast now, but I like the five. Um, yeah. I, you know, I think for me, I've really reached kind of a nice equilibrium. I, you know, I'm a one person show. I, I have a, you know, a, a, a part-time assistant, but beyond yeah. that, I'm a one person show. I like that. I'm not looking to build an empire. That's not interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I have the beauty of, of the ability to, you know, work with clients who I really like. And at this stage in my career, not work with clients who I don't. Really yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> right. Just as important, right? 
Yeah. And so I think for me going forward, it's, um, it's more about, you know, continuing to kind of do that targeting a little bit more aggressively, making sure that I'm balanced for me. I like a balance of assessment and coaching. And so that's just more of a personal thing. And I think one informs the other. And during COVID, I think I tilted very heavily towards coaching just because that was the need. Yeah. And so now trying to balance that out, I think is really helpful. And then just continuing to, you know, watch, I would say emerging leaders. I've got, you know, some that I, that I know are going to end up at a, at a next step. And so I'm just kind of watching that unfold. Uh, more recently, I've been doing some work in the venture capital space, working with founders. And I think that's a really interesting space. You know, there was a time when, at least in my world, all anybody ever talked about was private equity. And, um, you know, now venture capital's got a lot of money in the pipeline and they got a lot of skin in the game. And working with some of those founders has been really interesting. Um, I feel it sounds a little corny, but I feel like I'm watching leaders be sort of born right in front of me because many of them don't have that kind of experience right and they're learning Mm -hmm. along the way and um, learning in an environment that's pretty crazy to learn in and so that's been really fun Um, and it's just opened up my client base I have folks you know I have a CEO who's 70 and I have a CEO who's 28 and I have a lot in the middle (laughs) yeah right so I think, you know, targeting the kinds of situations and and the kinds of um, leaders who I want to have a positive impact with, but then broadening in terms of where they might come from and what they might look like and what their trajectory might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's a big spectrum too, but that's that's awesome. You know, that wide range, 70 to 28 and the different uh, different people that we, we get the opportunity to work with and, and um, you know, they all bring something different to the table, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What's uh, maybe, you know, think of a, a time, what kind of like, what I guess I would call a critical moment for you, kind of that fork in the road, trying to figure out which way you can go. I think there's been a lot of people in those moments, probably a lot of people in that moment right now, you know, tough economic times, a lot of inflation going on, just came through a pandemic, you know, you know what the last few years have been. Um, and there's a lot of people that really do, you know, draw strength from other people's stories. So that's why I love asking this is obviously you made the decision that you did in that, in that moment for you, whatever that moment is, we have many of them, I'm sure, but, uh, some really stick to with us more than others, uh, that you could share with the listeners to help them maybe decide that are in a moment like that themselves right now. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, I think the most obvious one for me is is probably the big career jump that I made Um, and sort of coming to the realization, you know, it's almost like a a, a young romantic relationship where you still love the person, right? But you've grown differently Mm -hmm. and you've grown apart, right? And so I have this love of, of science and of research and of academia, but it, it just wasn't working and it, probably took me longer than it should have <laughs> yeah. to realize that. And then to have that fork in the road where I went, you know what, I'm going to try something different. Um, and I, and I think what's most interesting about my story and I think about other people's stories is there may be a moment of realization, but it's really a series of moments, right? Like I mm-hmm. started dabbling and consulting in 2011, 
I did not leave my real day job until 2015, really, (laughs) you know? Um, And then even beyond that, I did a lot of subcontracting work. I did, you know, I was working underneath people. I went internal with a client for a year. And so there were all these little moments. And in the beginning, it wasn't like I had this big aha and suddenly the skies opened up. It was like... (laughs) You know, somebody said, do you want to teach this class at the business school for a day? And I was Uh like, sure, you know, and so I did that a few times and, you know, I was terrible. (laughs) 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 It was was way too psychology, right? And I didn't, all the concepts applied, but I didn't have the right words. I didn't have the right lingo. I didn't, I couldn't package it in a way that they could understand. And so I got better, right? And I got some more stories and I started working with some people. So I really think it's like that series of moments where you kind of bit by bit, you know, kind of take this different road, but it wasn't so much a fork in the road. It was sort Mm -hmm. of like... You know, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly a, a, bran- a gen- gentle branching, if you will. Yeah, um, yeah. And even, you know, no longer doing subcontracting work and no longer working underneath somebody and truly kind of putting a stake in the ground to say, no, I'm going to go out on my own. That was mm-hmm. another, right? But that didn't come in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. I was literally calling anyone in my social network that had anything to do with business. Yeah. And I was like, have you have you used a coach? Have you do you know anything about it? Can you teach me what a PL looks like? <laughs> like yeah. it was very rudimentary in the beginning. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love it though. I mean, because you know, there really isn't much of a blueprint for what you went out and did. And so, you know, kind of like the, uh, the advice that the coach that you were looking to hire gave you was, I think you just got to go and try a bunch of things and figure it out and see what works, what doesn't. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did. You know, you got an action. There's a lot of people that they're at that, that fork in the roads and they never move because they just want to know exactly what to do before, you know, they want the, re- the guarantee before it happens. And you got to take yeah. that step, I guess, that leap or whatever you want to call it. Like you said, plant the flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So absolutely very cool. Love it. What's uh, if there were one or two things as we start to wrap this up that, um, you know, if the listeners were to implement today and apply to their life today would help move them forward. What would that be? Oh, that's a good I know. question. Big broad. Um, and I'll try to get, not get on some of my soapboxes. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, I would say, you know, without you know, jargon, understanding and really appreciating a little bit about how our brains work, I think would just go a long way in the leadership landscape. I work with a lot of people who, you know, have high IQs, they're very logical, they, they're very analytical, they're very good at, you know, they can read a spreadsheet every which way. And they think that because they're so analytical, that that emotion stuff doesn't apply to them, right? That they're sort of above it. And I think that's a big mistake, especially um, with leaders and especially if you're a leader at the top of the house, Um, because Uh we were evolved, we evolved, we survived and evolved to detect threat first and foremost, right? And form and maintain social bonds. Like that's what allowed us to survive. Yeah, And so to think that just because you throw a bunch of IQ on top of that, right, and that you, you know, have an economics degree from Harvard, that suddenly your brain is immune to 
you know, overeager threat detection, right? Or yeah. doesn't need that kind of social bond is just, it's just biology. It's not characterological. It's just biology and you can't mm-hmm. outrun biology. So yeah. that would be one thing is just to kind of understand that, you know, you threat and, and how your body and how your brain and how you behaviorally act when under threat is really yeah. important to understand about yourself, you know, fight, flight, freeze, you tend to do one of the three. Right. And if you think you're not doing one of the three, you're probably wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the biggest one Love and it. then understanding that about other people. Right. I mm-hmm. think empathy gets a bad rap it's yeah. soft, it's fuzzy, it's psychology, but really empathy is just understanding that the other person that you're, you know, struggling with is an iceberg and you're only seeing the top. Right. Yeah, and so if sure. you can just understand the next two feet, you don't have to go 10,000 feet down and like buy a submarine. Yeah. Right. But if you can just understand the two, two or three feet underwater, mm-hmm. boy, will you be able to influence that person more effectively. Will you be able to collaborate more effectively, communicate more effectively because you understand that they also are reacting to threat. Right. And they also social bonds. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's it. You know, I think if we all did a little more of that, especially as leaders, um, Mm -hmm. it'd have a big ripple effect. Yeah, absolutely. And I I love the ripple effect. What are a few ways that we can follow more about what you're up to and what you're doing? Are you on social media at all? Do you have a website? Yeah, I post on LinkedIn and it's just under my name, Katrina Johnson, um, KCJ Consulting. Um, I do have a website and that kind of will house a lot of um, articles and things. I post, you know, maybe once a week or so just on assessing candidates on, you know, when confidence flips from a strength to a risk, for example, or about just leadership in general. So that's yeah. probably the best way to follow me is on LinkedIn. And what's your site as well? Uh, KCJconsult.com. Okay. And we'll get that linked up for sure as well. So uh, appreciate you coming on today and taking some time out of your day. It's been a, a great episode, great show. So uh, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Let's go. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right, I didn't reconnect with her. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey babe